to my podcast, Naomi's Adventures. This podcast is about the adventures that I have while exploring. Welcome to this week's episode of Naomi's Adventures. So this week, well, today, I'm actually at work again. Um, So the phone may ring and somebody may come in and I may have to go to the desk to assist people. So... I may have to stop this for a little bit and then come back. We'll see what happens. It's pretty slow here today. Um, Yesterday was Sunday. We had an awesome day exploring some abandoned stuff. But hopefully I will get a chance to talk about those in the future. But today um, I wanted to talk to you about some places in Detroit. We just heard news maybe about a week ago. Or a little less than a week ago, they had been, well, I'd heard it before, but they, it's been confirmed now, Harbor Terminal, I think it was also called Boblo Docks or something, I'm not sure about that, I'm not sure how to pronounce that exactly, but Harbor Terminal in Detroit, right along the river, they began to tear it down, um, the first thing they took down was the water tower. And then I've seen pictures where they're just destroying the one side of the building. It's it's pretty sad to see. I know a lot of the Detroit people are sharing photos of it and stuff. and It's kind of devastating. Devastating, for real. Thankfully, I was able to get there one time to see it. So, first I'll tell you a little bit of history about Harbor Terminal. And then I'll tell you a little bit about when I went there to explore. So, Harbor Terminal is a massive, it was a massive 10-story cold storage building. It was, it was located on the Detroit River. It was built in 1925 and designed by Albert Kahn. So, if you listened to my podcast before, you know that I've said many times Albert Kahn was an amazing architect. So if you've seen any of his work, you know this building had to be amazing. (laughs) Like, it was just awesome. Big and awesome. I don't know how else to describe it. Um, So what would happen is cargo ships would unload at the docks. Then they would store or load the cargo on trains. And so it changed ownership in the 1960s and 70s. At one point it became Detroit Marine Terminals. And then in 2002, sometime between 2002-2003, due to the increased tariffs on foreign steel, it ended up closing again. And then in 2005 it was bought by the Port Authority. And... Abandoned shortly thereafter in 2006. There was a fire in 2008 on the fifth floor. And it's basically just that abandoned since then. Um, It's kind of... It's in Delray. uh, Right on the river, obviously. Um, We had driven by this place a couple times in the past and looked at it. Because it just looks so cool when you see the pictures of it. It looks amazing. And we drove by, and we wanted to see it. We wanted to go in, but there was always a fence around the outside. 
most of the time the fence was closed and you couldn't get in. Like, you know, once you got through the fence, you could easily get in because of all of the broken windows and doors and stuff. But it was never opened. The fence wasn't so we couldn't get in. So we just never went. And then I headed back up to Detroit. This was about a month ago, I think, maybe two months ago, back in February, I think. Um, my nephew Remy and I met Pine Top Jackson up in Detroit, and when I told him I was coming, I said, I really want to go to this place. He was like, okay, I want to see it too, so let's meet there. And so we met there. We parked in Delray in this one neighborhood, and we walked back probably about a quarter mile back, and there was a lot of traffic, so... We were, like, kind of pacing back and forth. We were pretending to tie our shoes and stuff until the traffic cleared. And then we crossed the street, and we were going to see... Somebody had told us that you can just push the fence open. It's not, like, hooked or anything. So we walked over, and we're like, I don't see how we're going to get this fence open. It does not look like you can just push it. So the three of us decided to bail. And that day, we ended up going to a couple more places... And then Pine Top and I decided we wanted to circle back. He said, I think I know how we can get in. There's a hole in the fence. You just crawl through. And then there was like a bay door where some eyes would back into and unload stuff. That's kind of what it looks like. But like part of it had been pried up, kind of like looked like it had been opened with a can opener or something. It was like pried up all jagged-like and crazy looking. So... We went back, and we parked in a different spot. Remy waited in the car, and then Pine Top and I walked back, probably about another quarter mile, and we waited for the traffic to clear, and then we just went for it. We went in the fence, like, and it was really easy to get through the fence. I don't know how we didn't see it the first time, but we didn't. Anyways, so we went through the fence, and then we tucked under the door, and we were inside this massive, dark building. Like, it was so dark, but it was so cool. And so, we started roaming around, and we were, like, on the first floor at first, obviously on the first floor, and we were walking around, and we were looking at stuff, and we decided, because it was, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, um, back in February, you know, here in Ohio, it gets dark, or Michigan, sorry, it gets dark about 5, 5.30, 6 o'clock, so we're like, we only have a little bit of time, let's get to the roof first, and then we'll work our way down and hit a couple floors. We agreed we weren't going to hit every floor, because we just weren't going to have time to see every little thing, but there was like a particular piece of graffiti we wanted to see so that was like our goal coming down but we made it to we, when we were walking around we decided we were going to stick together too because it was so big and dark and it was getting late and we thought it would be safer to stay together so we stayed together and we were like looking all over for the stairs we eventually found the stairs and we took them all the way up to the top and we were looking all over the roof, 
and there's like this big rusty old water tower on the like the middle of the building it looked amazing um and there was these little buildings where like the stairs would you know like the stairs come up to the top and then there's like where the equipment for the elevators and the heating units and stuff would be so those were all over there was like several of them on the top on the roof and we climbed up on top of them we climbed inside and was looking around and then pine top climbed to the top of the water tower kind of crazy but it was really cool and the views were amazing from there because like you had a view of the ambassador bridge and you had views of the river and then the city it was so cool so we did our thing we took our pictures we did our videos and then we decided to start heading down and we looked at a couple we went down i think to eight first stopped on eight and that was actually the floor that we wanted to see with the good graffiti it had like i think they were like soldiers with weapons or something in this one corner and they looked like they were fighting it was amazing graffiti like we were both told that um well i don't know if he was told i'm pretty sure he was told he was obviously told about some of the graffiti but i was told that it was like a museum for graffiti so we were like we were trying to hurry but it was so hard because it was so much good graffiti like sometimes when you like scan the room like every section of the wall had like this amazing piece of graffiti on it like not even the stupid stuff like you know penises or whatever or stupid sayings or what whatnot it was amazing graffiti like, it was so good like very impressive um there really wasn't too much left inside the building we went to one section that looked like it had been like an office area um there was one section where it had like some signs with numbers where you would store something in this section something in section like 15 or what whatever you know little signs like that on like a wire that would go across the room so yeah there really wasn't much left inside we did find like the area it was on the first floor it was off to the side it's kind of like maybe the generator room or the power room that was really cool too to see the equipment in there but sadly like we had to go because it was getting dark and it was getting cold um so we didn't get to see it all we got to see a lot of it like probably not even half but we got to see a good amount of it and a lot of cool graffiti like we i think we were both kind of hoping we'd get a chance to come back and see it again but that didn't happen like i had heard that they were gonna tear it down but that was like last year and sometimes like they say they're gonna tear it down or redevelop it and then they don't so this one they actually did and like i said it's pretty sad um pretty sad pine top actually has his video out from that explore on youtube now my video is not out yet from there it won't be out till probably next year sometime but um we both have pictures on Facebook and Instagram. 
And then, so, another bit of disappointing news from Detroit last week is that Fisher Body Plant 21. It's not being torn down yet. <laughs> if it was, I would probably be crying right now. Um, they are starting to redevelop it. We'd heard probably last year that they were going to redevelop it. And, like, we weren't really sure when they were going to start redeveloping it. But everybody was like, oh, they're not going to be able to because it's so contaminated from, like, the work that was done there. Like, the um, paint and stuff like that. And just contaminating materials. I don't know exactly what all they kind of stuff was contaminated um i think there were like tanks underground that were that were contaminated had some kind of oil maybe in it i'm not sure but the epa did do some work there and i think it was still i think it may have been a super fun site not 100 percent certain but i thought i read somewhere that it was a super fun site and super fun sites are Sites that are really bad contaminated and pretty much can't be used anymore. So a lot of people were thinking, that's not happening, they're not going to redevelop it. Well, I guess they've posted notices on the building now. And there's been vehicles there with people doing work. Or getting ready to do work. Um, somebody was just there yesterday to explore it. But they said that the first part of April, they were going to start working on it, is what I heard. So I'm assuming that probably meant today they were going to start working on it. So I'm not quite sure if anything's been done with it yet. I guess I'll find out eventually when some of the Detroit people start posting about it. But hopefully, well, like, it'll still suck if they redevelop it because it was an amazing place to explore. But I guess it'll be kind of cool. Um, so a little bit of the history about Fisher Body Plant 21. This is like a historic plant. It was built in 1919, a six-story building. Um, so in 1908, Albert Fisher... His nephews, Charles and Fred, they would produce bodies for carriages and, and the auto industry. Um, eventually, they moved into this Fisher body plant. Um, I'm pretty sure they had like 21 of them or more. And I think this was the only one that was like left. Um, it was designed by Albert Kahn. Obviously, another amazing building. Um, so in the 1920s, Buick and Cadillac bodies were made by Fisher. Um, when the wars broke out, buses and ambulances and limos were made. Bodies for the buses, ambulance, and limos were made there. It closed in 1982. And then Carter Color Coat Company bought it in 1990. And they did their thing there until 1993 when they went out of business and closed. And then sometime after that, it was used for a police impound, yeah, impound 
lot. And then eventually it became abandoned and they didn't use it for an impound lot anymore. And it's been abandoned for some time. Lots of damage to the place. Um, broken windows, no doors. Um, the There's like a... When you f- first walk in the one set of doors and you look to the right, there's like go back a ways and there's like an office area that's like kind of newer and there's a lot of mold and stuff back there because there's a lot of wooden wooden walls and doors and stuff like that and it's a lot of mold there um to the left is where the one section of freight elevator and stairway had collapsed it's just like a pile of rubble um twisted metal and rubble so there was like at each end of the building there was like a freight elevator and stairs and so we entered from I don't know I don't know which side of the building the side of the building to the right the far right of Ford Paquette plant if you're been to Detroit you probably know where the Ford Paquette plant is um so we entered in that side, and that was to the right was where the old office area was, and to the left was where the elevator had collapsed. And you have to walk all the way through the building on the first floor to get to the second, to get to the stairs, to go up to the second floor, and so on. And so there is basically nothing on the first floor, like trash, tires. A section of the second floor had collapsed. So that was like laying there. If you saw the proper people's video, that's the section that they use like a rope to climb up to. Because I guess back in the day, they had the other set of stairway on the far end blocked off. And that was the only way to get up to the other floors. You'd have to go up to the second floor and then you could go get on the stairs from there, I believe. But now you, well, you could take the stairs on the far end and go up so there was one section probably floor three or four so dark um but there was like these dunking tanks like where i guess that they would put the automobile parts in to paint them or whatever and dunk them in the paint or whatever and not sure how that process worked but just picture massive big metal like tubs I don't know I don't know how to describe it it's just like these big metal things in the middle of the floor that stretch like pretty much the whole entire length of the floor and it was like there was a tank in the like you like a pit like down kind of like a tank type deal where and it would go all the way down and then there was like other parts of metal equipment there not doing a very good job of describing it so sorry check out the proper people's video or my video like if you google Fisher or if you get on youtube and you search Fisher body plan 21 you'll probably find a ton of videos pine top jackson did it stan's journeys did it 
my sister exploring with Bonnie did videos there. I did videos there. So, like, basically everybody's on videos there. It is an iconic place to explore in Detroit. So, um, best place, though, is the sixth floor, the very top floor. There was old lockers there. There was... Kind of reminded me of several little, not like big, but several smaller car washes. It was kind of what it looked like. It had tracks, and then they would go into these areas that had like the flaps that car washes have. So I swear it had to be like a car wash type deal. I don't know. Maybe they just painted it or something in there. I'm not sure. There were like tracks that went everywhere and all these different little like car wash things, you know? car wash type buildings and it was so cool to look at the tracks and stuff on the floor um, it was so cool um and then there was one area that was like offices that there was excuse me um there were these this office area where one of the rooms had like probably ankle deep paperwork just like all over the floor and the first time I went, I went with me and my sister, or it was me and my sister, and we looked at, like, everything, but we missed this area with the paperwork. So the second time I went, it was me and my sister and my brother, and me and my brother stopped, and we were, like, looking, we were sitting there on the floor looking at all the paperwork, and it had the color coding company's name on it, and it had dates on it, and it was, like, invoices and stuff. So we were like, we're like geeks. We like to see that. We sat in there for probably 20 minutes, maybe, looking at the paperwork. And, like, a lot of it was the same. It was just invoices with the company's name and dates. But it was neat to see the different dates on the paperwork. And, like, it gives you kind of an idea of, like, what company was there, what they did, what years they were there. It's just kind of interesting little bit of history that you get to see and you like actually get to physically see it you know and confirm like what you read about it or what you've heard about it so it was really cool to get to see that and then um the third time I went I went with my sister Bonnie and our friend Chris Stanton's Journeys and we even though my sister and I had been there twice before, we still did videos and did some pictures and stuff. And then this time we went to the roof. And it was surprisingly, like, the roof was good. Like, we roamed all over that entire roof. There was these different rooms on the roof, like, for, like, the heating and cooling equipment and like the elevator equipment and stuff like that you know like electrical stuff up there so it was really cool to see those equipments and there was some cool graffiti up there and then you got like the city views all around you and you're like six floors well you had to go a couple you had to go up a set of stairs so like seven stories up is where the roof is like man the views were amazing we had hoped we were going to get a chance to go back there in July this year, but I don't think that's going to happen now. 
I mean, if they redevelop it and they can improve their city and their neighborhoods, that's a good thing, I guess. It'll just be disappointing because, like, both of these buildings were pretty iconic and pretty amazing. Like, it would have been nice if they would have read, like, kept it in good condition and actually cared about it, you know, and, like, cared about the history that was there at one time. Because, like, with Fisher Body Plant, there was amazing automobile history there. They could have made a museum there, you know? That's, like, it's always frustrating. It's kind of just like they don't care about the history. Let's just knock it down and build something new that's cheap and stupid and doesn't look as good. Sorry, I rant about that all the time, but, you know, there's a lot of history there, and people are going to forget that part of the automobile history because you don't hear about that. You hear about Ford, mostly, which is cool, but, I mean, you don't hear about Fisher Body Plant and what they did. Like, that was an important part of the automobile history. So, sadly, it's going to be redeveloped or torn down if they can't redevelop it. So, I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. But, hopefully, they'll be able to save it in some way. So... I guess that's it for this video, or this, sorry, this episode. It's getting late and I'm getting tired and I'm ready to go home from work. <laughs> but I still got like an hour to go, so that kind of sucks. But anyways, thanks for listening. Um, check out the videos that I had mentioned about Harbor Terminal and Fisher Body Plant. I'm sure my sister exploring with Bonnie, Stanton's Journeys and Pinetop Jackson, and of course, my channel, we would greatly appreciate your support. So thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. I hope you'll join me next time on Naomi's Adventures.